Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Middle Age Sports Spectacular. I'm your host, David Plazic. We have uh, a smaller episode for you this week. It's just me and Pepe, just uh, me the and esteemed Pepe. Brian Pepe. I appreciate when you call me esteemed. You're the only person <laughs> I know that calls me esteemed. I will also continue to call you that because Pat can't stand it. He, he hates it. Yeah. I'm just and jealous. It's okay. He is. He wants to be esteemed himself. He does. He's a lot He's of things. Not. He's not esteemed. Um, so that uh, little sad, uh, our last episode ended up, we ended up throwing it in the trash because I had my mic cranked all the way up and it just caused all kinds of problems and distortions through the whole thing. Dave kind gets of. really upset when he's not the loudest, but he just <laughs> took it too far. He was right there. Then he went a little bit too I far. I mean, I'm naturally the loudest. Typically. That is true. That is very uh, true. But yeah, so sad. So we threw it away. There was a lot of good stuff. Uh, Doug had come back. Uh, we're expecting Doug back this Tuesday when we'll be recording again. Thank God. And we're uh sneak preview going to be talking about the world famous Tiger King. The greatest so. show. I don't want to just spoil what we're going to talk. It's the greatest show I've seen in a very long time. It is just a wonderful look at people. Just <laughs> the craziest characters you've ever seen. And it, if it was written, if it was a written show, Again, we're we're getting off topic, but if it was a written show, you'd be like that. That would never happen. Nothing yeah, like not that real. could have happened. Yeah, but it was. You can't make that shit up. You cannot make it up. So but that's so Pepe and <laughs> Pepe and I decided to get together for a quick little fun show. You know, maybe uh, twenty five minutes, half an hour. Of course, the way we are, you never know. This could it's going to be an hour and a half. There's no be... way this doesn't go an hour and a half. We're gonna be here all night. Um, so just a few things for us. So one of my favorite things to do is I love Twitter. Twitter yes, is my favorite. Just There are so many funny people on Twitter um, that have just mastered it. I've tried to tweet. I just don't have it like so many folks on here. But you're um, like a long form. You know, you, you got you can't just limit yourself to a, a certain amount of characters. You have to really be able to spread your wings and fly. That's very true, man. Thank you. Um, I'm long-winded is really what it comes That's down That's what to. I wanted to say. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. That's a better way to put it. But as I do, as I as I scroll through Twitter on a daily basis, past all the uh, terrible, depressing coronavirus stuff, um, I occasionally come across fun little factoids. And so I have 10 of them today to share. Um, I have, And I have no idea what they are. Nope. No, no idea what they are. Some are like... All right, cool. Some are a little eye-opening, and oh, you know, I'll just let you judge judge it from there. Right. But uh, let's kick this off. So you're not a big basketball guy, no, I but am not. You, you have a basic understanding of it. So you remember Tim Duncan, right? I do. Tim Duncan, arguably the best all-around player, fundamentally. I mean, his nickname was the Big Fundamental, mm-hmm. which is uh, kind of a boring nickname, but I guess you know it applies to him. <laughs> In the 2003 NBA Finals, in which the Spurs beat the Nets in six games, Tim Duncan averaged 24.2 points, 17 rebounds, 5.3 assists, and 5.3 blocks per game. He averaged that. That is domination on another level. He averaged five blocks a game. Amazing. Who who are they playing against? That was against the Nets in 2003. Was no one on the Nets at that point? They're just letting him run <laughs> I think train they were on all him. Five foot six. 
Holy shit. I think, I think that's what it was, is they were just all really short guys. Wow. Um, if, if I knew a little, I, I would be, I don't know who was on the Nets at that time, to be honest with you. Um, that's unbelievable, though. I had kind of taken a couple years off from the NBA because I was a huge, huge Bulls fan, Michael Jordan fan. And when he retired, yeah. you know, naturally, I, I would go to the home team, the Celtics, but they sucked. So... Yeah, I just kind of got out of basketball for a little while. Have you while. seen Tim Duncan now with the dress? Like he's got yeah. really long hair. It's so so bizarre. He looks it's a little different. Weird. It's a little weird. Um, I do want to give credit. So that tweet goes to at Tommy Beer T O M M Y B E E R. Job Tommy. Phenomenal tweet by my man Tommy. Um, next one. Did Number you know? Two. Did you know? It's illegal for any person to own six or more dildos in Texas. <laughs> We should probably break this one down. Um, okay, six or more. So you, so you can have five. You can have five dildos. Is okay. Is this in your domicile? Can you have it? Is it per capita? Like one house, five dildos, six too many. Any person. Oh, any person. So, so if hmm. you and your wife lived in Texas, and she had hit her max her, capacity her dildo of dildos, max? yeah. You could own your own dildos. Interesting. I believe. But my question would be, if you were to have gotten caught, which I don't know how you get caught, but if you were to have gotten caught, do you have to then prove that those those dildos are yours and you're not just... Do you need receipts? How do you prove ownership? What if it was a gift? What if they didn't give you a gift receipt? Well, there's other ways to prove ownership. I don't know if they go down that road. They go in DNA? What is this, first 48? Do, what do are they doing want to here? see it in action? Oh, I don't think they want to see me in action with that, David. Excuse me, sir, but I'm going to have to have you prove to me right now that you enjoy using this. Mr. Plazic, that just doesn't look natural. You don't seem to be one with the dildo. I'm not sold. No. I'm not sold on this guy. I think it's his wife's. Wow. That is crazy. Excuse me, ma'am. I'm going to have to fine you for having six (laughs) What's the fine? That's another good question. What is the fine? There's a lot of questions. Is it worth it? At some point, it's worth it. Do you get fined for everything over six? So do you get a separate fine for seven, eight, and nine? For every subsequent dildo. How many? Stole your word. That is a great question. You did steal my word, you son of a bee. Um, (laughs) But let's say you have 15. Do you get charged the same as if you had one extra? That's a lot. I feel like we're not... We're not the people to be speaking on this. Like, we're not the experts. You want me to call my wife? (laughs) Could you get her on the phone? Here's another question. What if you sell them? What if you have like an Etsy account, you're doing like fun Pinteresty dildos and you have them in your house and you're shipping them out via UPS? What if they're not what, for personal use? What caused this law to come into action? Another great question. Why wasn't I in the room when they voted for it? I would love to have heard this conversation. Can you imagine though? Wow. That's Somebody a fun stood one. up. Somebody stood up and said, there are people in this state that own more than five dildos. And they must be stopped. And they are awful. I'd burn them at the stake. Witches. Five? That's fine. Every every one of us has five. Six? I mean, come on. There's anybody out there that's listening to this uh, after we post it, and you live in Texas and you own more than five dildos, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to. Absolutely. We won't won't say your name. We won't rat you out. Just want to know why 
That's that is Uberfax. Uh, Uberfax has got some really interesting stuff. The next one is also Uberfax. I'm excited. So, about that. fun fact number three: mm-hmm. scientist Neil, De, is it Degrasse? Neil Degrasse Tyson. Tyson. Neil Degrasse Tyson says there's a 50-50 chance that the world we're living in is just a simulation. That's fucked. And you know what? Real I don't fucked. know. Do you listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson at all? That no, guy is but brilliant. I feel like I should. He is brilliant beyond any scope that you have. I remember he used to does go on the Daily Show. He probably does. He probably does. He used to go on the Daily Show a lot back when John Stewart was on it. And in the intro for the Daily Show, they had a globe that would spin. And when he went on the show, he I don't know if he made them or he just shit on them because it was turning in the wrong way. Like, why would you notice that? He's utterly brilliant, super huh. smart. And I know he I've can, heard yeah. him talk and seen interviews with him and everything, but... Yeah, he's awesome. So there's a 50-50 shot, this isn't real. That's a real Rick and Morty thing. It's That's exactly awesome. what I thought. Yeah, That's a Rick and Morty could, episode I, right there. Probably. Are we in 50, the Matrix? 50. We're in the Matrix, probably. 50-50. It's not That's, 10%. No. You're not getting those odds like, at a casino. You're not. that coin. Yeah. Heads. Well, it's all just a dream. Wow. Well, I'm not sleeping tonight. Shit. <laughs> oh, man. Then you're a dream All my deadlines at work mean nothing. They mean nothing. Maybe this I won't get up for work tomorrow. I might not. Might not wear pants. Uber facts. Fun stuff. Blowing my mind, Uber facts. Next one. Make sure you share this one with your wife. Oh, no. Men are biologically hardwired to fall asleep after sex. Thank you. Who? What, that is what also that? Uber Facts. Thank you, Uber Facts. You know what? I need to start following Uber Facts as we speak. Hang on one I second. I would get on Twitter. Uh, incredible information. Because no one wants to talk afterwards. Let's be honest with each other. And and it's not even up to me. And then I got to throw this one out. So when I screenshotted it, I was going through Twitter and I was screenshotting them. And sometimes the first co- the first comment is just gold. Yeah. And so this guy... His name is John Little, throwing him right under the bus here, at John Little, 38. And he said, so are women if it's done right. <laughs> ah, ah, look at him. Somebody's got self-confidence right Someone's there. Got some, probably too much, because people that do the bragging, let's be honest with each other. That's right. You know, that's right. It's a bit too much. That's funny, though. So we're hardwired that way. We are. That is That is great. That is hardwired. There's we can't fight it. I would love to. Listen, I would love to have, I have a, a friend who would I have a friend who would tell you that he's actually hardwired to have a ham sandwich after. He has an incredible craving for ham sandwiches. After sex? Yeah. Or just in general? No, after sex. That's interesting. That's another one. Since we're giving you an additional fact. So it's really gonna be eleven. A friend of Dave's <laughs> has a ham sandwich after sex. That he is actually- great. He actually prefers mostly a ham and pickle. Oh, that's gross to me. Is that's it? gross. I don't like pickle. Oh. I'm oh, wow. very uh, weird when it comes to food. You you probably saw Is it the brine? Uh, I just don't like them. I don't know. I, I haven't had many pickles, but the ones that I have, it's the smell. Um, I just mm-hmm. don't, I don't like it. I, I'm not a fan. I don't like relish on my hot dogs. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We went to Chicago, I'm a, I'm a, got one of the Chicago on ones, took the, took the pickles right out. It's gross. I'm on board with that. Um, 
Although sweet relish is okay. I no dill relish. I like dill relish. I don't like the sweet. Fun fact. Aside from this, this is bonus fact. Sorry. As we speak, I'm watching WrestleMania at the same time, and Rob Gronkowski just won the 24/7 title. He's such a goober. He he just won. I called it. He he beat Mojo Rawley. How is it watching with nobody in the stands? It's interesting. So they they were doing a couple different things. Um, one was a completely taped. It was almost like a B movie with the Undertaker and AJ Styles. It's really weird. There was like firework or fire and uh, cinematic shots, and then they're doing the regular ones inside the arena. Um, it's pretty interesting to hear like the two competitors like talk shit to each other. It's mm-hmm. actually pretty interesting. The matches mm-hmm. have been pretty good. I don't know. It's not the same. And it's all. I mean, the theater is working the crowd, right? Right. Yeah. So in here in the I mean, they could have done like that. a virtual crowd. Yeah, they could have. That <laughs> like would virtual NASCAR. Here you go. Yeah. Same same fans, really. Yeah. Most likely. Um, anyway, sorry uh, to derail you with Rob Gronkowski. I was um, yeah. I just wanted to share my fun side fact that yeah. I discovered around the age of eight that pickles were just cucumbers. Age of eight blew my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> what did you th- you just thought they were a completely separate thing at that point i never made any sort of connection there was never like i'm looking at a pickle and a cucumber going these are two totally different things mm. i just never connected it in my mind because cucumbers i always saw whole right pickles right. were always in spears and when yep. we had a cucumber at home we sliced it into little circles <laughs> you just went oh fuck i just like does anybody know about this am, am I, the I the first, first one to discover this Holy crap. Dad, do you see this, Ma? Look at this. Is this a a pickle? No, it was an amazing day. So, wow. anyway. You were eight? You were eight years old when you noticed that? Yeah. Why do you remember that it's eight? It was eight. It's a You're very distinct moment in my life. <laughs> Blowing your mind. I... That's awesome. Right. So, that was number four. One of those. I can't remember which one. So, this one at number five. Facts. This was not really a fact. Uh, but it was a really amazing comment. And this is by Dave Schilling. No relation to Kurt. Uh, Dave Schilling uh, tweeted, it's funny how Tiger King will always remind us of the worst month of our lives forever. Oh, so true. Isn't that crazy? So true. Just that thought that every time we think of the coronavirus pandemic, we're also going to be reminded of Tiger King. Yeah. So, you know, balancing. You balance it off. Horrible pandemic. One of the greatest documentaries I've ever seen. Mind-blowing. That's all, It's also one of those documentaries, and we'll get more into it next week, <laughs> because it's so hard to not talk about it. No. But it's it as it time goes, you think about more of yes. it. Like, you oh, revisit yes. it and go, wow, fuck. Sam and I have talked about watching it again, because there's no way we caught everything. There's just right. no way. Yep. There's just no there's way. There's a lot of Easter eggs. There's a lot of shit. Yeah. yeah. How about the so, guy pouring gasoline into the gasoline tank, smoking a cigarette? Just got a lit cigarette amazing. in his mouth and amazing. just and talking while he's doing mm-hmm. it. Just utter wackaloo. Oh, it's great. Um, fun fact number six, uh-huh. sports fact. Okay. This comes from, this is a two-parter. So it starts with Devin Fink. And he says, Mike Trout versus the Seattle Mariners. 
322 average, 428 on base, 641 OPS, 33 doubles, 10 triples, 41 home runs, 107 RBIs, 99 base on balls, and 670 plate appearances. What? Nuts. And the cool thing about that is they both play in pitchers' parks. Right. Like you, I don't have his splits, but you know, going to uh, Seattle, it's like that's where that's, pe- that's where hitters go to die. Yeah. So part two is players with most home runs against each franchise in the AL. Okay. Detroit, Babe Ruth at 123. <sighs> Oakland, Babe Ruth at 108. Chicago White Sox, Babe Ruth, 98. Baltimore, Babe Ruth, 96. <laughs> Cleveland, Boston, Minnesota, Babe Ruth. Wow. Against the Yankees, Jimmy Fox. Against the Angels, A-Rod. Against Toronto, David Ortiz. Against Houston, Albert Pujols. Against the Tampa Bay Rays, A-Rod. Against Texas, Reggie Jackson. Against Seattle, Palmero. And against Kansas City, A-Rod. Wow. That's freaking nuts. When you Babe think Ruth. about Babe Ruth... And the fact that he was hitting more home runs than teams, that's just nutty. Like, you're never touching that anywhere near right now. That was most home runs against the franchise. So he hit No, no, I know. Oh, no, I know. I was just oh. saying in general. Glaber oh, right. Torres, Glaber Torres is going to do that pretty soon against the Orioles. He hit like, I don't know, 1,000 against the Orioles last year. I think it was like 20. I think, I think like everybody did. He yeah yeah well they're not they're not good they're not, they're not good. good at all that Chris Davis contract didn't work out did it um there's still time <laughs> you never know could be a Jose Batista thing later in fun fact number seven we're breezing through this did you know this is by Boston Sports Info on Twitter mm-hmm. did you know that Larry Bird and Tom Brady at home in the regular season. Larry Bird had an 859 winning percentage. Tom Brady had an 858 winning percentage. That's freaking crazy. Man. That's all that's it. It just Larry was 391 and 64 at home. And Brady was 121 and 20 at home. Obviously, he played less games of football, so. Right. He lost 20 times at home in 20 years. And we went to one. And we went uh, to yeah. one. How one crazy of the worst is that? I ever saw. Yeah, that was terrible. It. You're at the goal line. Just hand it off. First and goal. Yeah. And couldn't do it. Couldn't couldn't punch it in. All right. This one's from Dan Heron. Dan Ex-pitcher. Ex-pitcher Dan Heron. Oh, really? Yeah. So this is his own personal story. One time I fell asleep in the dugout. I was wearing Oakley, so nobody really knew until someone hit a homer and I didn't give it get up to give high fives. <laughs> in my defense, it was a day game after a night game. That's awesome. You know, people were talking to him, and he's just sitting there. Nothing. <laughs> That's amazing. That is great. Phenomenal. Guy hits a home run. He just stays there. Like, what the hell's up with Dan? Here's a crazy fact. So this is number nine. Because number, uh, number 10's amazing. Number nine. There are 14 states exempting religious gatherings from stay-at-home orders really that's it you know what i'm kind of surprised it's that that they interviewed a woman on cnn in her van she was in line to go to her church and they said how do you feel you're going to be protected from the coronavirus oh lord Lord. she said she was covered in jesus's blood 
Okay. Yeah. You know so, what? Do what you do. Mike Freeman NFL says next time somebody talks about religious extremism in other countries. Mm, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. They could, you know what they could do? Could they do like a drive, like a drive-in movie type thing where you get a big stage with a microphone, you, you know drive what? in. That's perfectly realistic. It's not the worst idea you've ever heard. Yeah. No, I could perfectly understand, especially in a time like now when, and, uh, people are afraid and or searching for something to make them feel a little bit better to go. Yeah. To go to a sermon or, or something, but yeah, to not pack yourselves in like that. It's now I wonder if they make you sit six feet apart. You got to sit, sit like six pews, six well, pews. I'm guessing, apart. I'm guessing or that's or you're happening. fine. We're all fine. It's Jesus germs. It's fine. Jesus germs. Can we, uh, Hashtag that? I think you can. We should be Hashtag. trending and give, give it a give it a day. We'll be trending. I was incredibly excited to share this one with you. Okay. This is another coronavirus. I uh. So I got I got to preface this by saying I somehow don't have this guy's entire name. But we're gonna we're gonna Google it right after this to make sure that I get the whole name right. Mm-hmm. Um, but during an appearance on the Seven Hundred Club, his last name is Robertson, and he's well known. He blamed the coronavirus on oral sex. He's an older gentleman. No shit. <laughs> and he, here's his quote: "Some of these youngins are doing all kinds of unnatural things with their sex organs," said Robertson. When people do that, they transfer all kinds of chemicals from ladies' private parts, and that's where I think the virus came from. We never had this kind of thing when I was coming up, but no one was committing oral sex back then. Nobody was. Robertson previously and famously blamed 9-11 on witches and lesbians. (laughs) This is fact 10? (laughs) That was fact number 10. What? We went through them pretty quick. What the fuck is his name is Pat Robertson. Oh, Pat Robertson. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. He's He's (sighs) Corona Lingus is the first comment on that tweet. That's great. That's great. What is wrong? Like, really? Do you think he really believes that? Or is he just saying it for his show? Because the 700 Club is a devout religious show. Yeah. And he ain't going to be talking about getting some. Wow. He kind of looks like Robert Kraft in this suit with this pink tie. Well, you know who doesn't have a problem with oral sex? Robert Kraft. That's true. And they're probably so, around the can same Can I just age. read a few of these comments? Please do. Pat Robertson is so old sex did not exist. He was created by cellul- cellular mitosis. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Pitch for a time travel movie. Fearless Traveler goes back in time to blow young Pat so the future is spared <laughs> from this sort of maniacal rambling. Back in my day. Oh, God. They would have sex through sheets. They just cut a hole in the sheet and through the sheet because you don't want to touch. You don't want to almost touch each other. It's gross. Oh, Witches man. and lesbians, I like for 9 11. Witches that, and lesbians. That's a, like, come on, dude. Witches. We still weren't- we weren't Definitely entirely sure. lesbians. So we That's... obviously went after the wrong people. Why why would you think witches and lesbians? 
did they did they call each other? Did the witches guild call call the lesbians and go, hey, we got we got to take this down. This has got to stop right now. Well, the witches were like, you know what? Are they forming you know an unnatural? We, you know what help we need? We we need help from from gay women. That is that's, that'll nutty. help us take down the yeah. That is crazy. It's like the Baratheons and the Lannisters just joining up, and nobody knows why. So do nine eleven, you whack alone. <laughs> Sorry. So that's just a fun fact. You know, I, I find these, and I I obviously in our group text chat share them throughout the day because there's just twitter is so great those were great those were some of the best wow um witches so witches they still have witches is that a thing that's they still have i think they probably do i i'm sure that there's at least you know witches they Mm -hmm. they read a book and they saw the craft in, in the 90s and they're like i'm kind of a witch i'm sure they're just better at hiding themselves now they figured it yeah. out after they were being burned at the stake that they probably should be a little bit more private about burning themselves. them at the stake and it, and we were like yeah we gotta let them do it clearly these are witches and the only clearly. way to stop this is to burn them alive mm-hmm. <laughs> what was that when Are... america was great is that when yeah. When was America great? When we're burning people alive because someone was sleeping with a lady and was like, oh, no, I wasn't sleeping with her. She's a witch. That is the question, right? When was America great? Yeah. Um, yeah. Was it in the 50s and 60s and 70s when, when racism women, was? Racism, I mean, women couldn't vote. Was that yeah. one? Was that it? I don't think it was. Is it? Is it? Is it now when women make 70% of what men do for doing the same job? I no we could go on a whole uh tangent about that but i'd rather debate something a little bit more important there's Uh, something more important than that all right i'd love to hear it i i I really want to hear your take on this um i I do think i don't know if it's more important but it's more pressing right now right the whole political thing will work itself out i'm sure obviously they have their best people on it (laughs) we're good we're fine we're totally fine we're Mike so Pence fucked. is on it. It's fine. We're so fucked. Oh God, Mike Pence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, what you got for me? Let's talk about this for a second. In a vacuum, mm-hmm. what are you taking? Cheez Its, cheese nips, or goldfish? And I want to just throw this out there, and and I have to say this because I know this is you personally. Mm-hmm. I know your daughter loves goldfish, so we have to remove your children from the we equation. This is you um, personally. Goldfish is the only one of the three that has cheese as a higher ingredient than vegetable oil and salt. Okay. That makes sense to me. Who has more vegetable oil and salt? I'm going to go cheese nips. I'm going to say nips have more vegetable oil. But anyways, so goldfish, cheese, nips, cheese it. So I'm going to take one right out because I don't know if I've ever had cheese nips. I don't think I've ever had them. We never had them at home. Um, So I cannot comment on those. In, being in the grocery industry as long as I've I've been in it, don't sell nearly as many cheese nips. 
So I, basing it only on that, I'm going to say that one is third for me. Hmm. As you said, Jojo is a big fan of goldfish. You could do anything. As long as she gets some goldfish, it's fine. Doesn't matter. I could stop Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and put on a Yankees game. We'll use Braves game because she loves the Yankees. <laughs> you know, she puts on the Braves. It's a 1-1 game in the 12th, and all the pitchers are hitting. And as long as I give her a bag of goldfish, she would love it. So with that said. I'm very I, similar. I think I do like a goldfish, but I think you get a better flavor from a Cheez-It. So I feel like I could eat more Cheez-Its than I could eat goldfish. Not individually, but as a mass. Hmm. If that makes any sense. Cheez It's a great product. Oh get my the, God. Do you ever get the like the over toasted ones? Is it the perfect snack? The it's, oh the extra right toasty? You want are those. phenomenal. I mean, when Absolutely. you were a kid and you found that extra toasty one in that box, oh jackpot. God. Oh my God. It's like getting that extra fry that fell out into the bag. You finished all the ones in the container and you're or like, the one shit. that fell between your seats that you were still able to reach with your fingertips and, while and driving. You're eating it. You're eating it. I you're got to eat it. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, those extra yeah, right. fries, though. Come on. Oh, um, fuck yeah. Yeah. And then they went, you know what we should do? Just to overtoast all of them. And we'll just put those yeah. in the bag because that's what people really want. What did what you grow you? up on? What did you grow um, up on? Cheez-Its. We were never a goldfish family. Mm -hmm. I don't think, at least. Always Cheez-Its in my house, which yeah. is why I think they're number one for me. I am with you. So I've had a cheese nip. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I think it's because I grew up on Cheez-Its, and I think you just get accustomed get to that taste. But Goldfish is a really great product, too. But They really are. I don't like anything outside of original Goldfish. I don't know if I've ever had anything other than original Goldfish. Well, they have all the flavors. They have they pizza. Do. And yeah. Parmesan I've had them. I, I'm just an OG. I like original. Same with yeah. Cheez-Its. Yeah, I would never buy weird flavored Cheez-Its or cheese nips or yeah. no. Give me the original. Why are we wasting psychopaths, our time? dude? Why, yeah. why ruin? Like they're not ruining it, I guess. And I guess variety is the spice of life. Not for Cheez-Its. Stop it. You're not getting a better flavor than an original Cheez-It. You're not gonna. You're not doing it. I think it's the ultimate snack. I uh, as a kid, I would crush a whole box. As an adult, oh, there was one other thing that I found equally as exciting as the extra toasty one, and that's the one that went through the conveyor belt and didn't get cut. Oh. And there's two of them attached. Oh, that counts right? as one. Yeah, well, it's a little bit better. Oh very, yeah, very. That's that phenomenal, mm -hmm. man. Great question. Great question. I'd I'd love to hear from somebody who is a cheese nip guy. I don't. You like? I don't know nips. if I've ever known a cheese nip guy. Nobody does. I defy. I defy somebody. I defy you to email us or tweet at us that you like cheese nips. You're full of it. You, I want, I want actual evidence of you eating a cheese nip. Somebody out there, tell us. Anybody. Yeah. Um. So, well, now that we got that important debate out of the way, yeah. Um, I think we're gonna just close the show out. It was just yeah. something short, sweet that we wanted to do. You did a great and job. So, uh, do me a favor. Mm -hmm. You go first. Say something nice about Pat. Oh, Jesus. Something nice about Pat. Well, the last time you asked me is that he had a really great best man, and he, and he did. What a great choice that was. Um, 
he all you know what I, all right so the great thing about pat is when you go to his house and you forget to bring beer he already he always has it he always has a, a fridge stocked full of line and kugels he can't pronounce them but he sure has a lot of them and you he he will let you have them and that's a nice thing that he does hmm. that's nice what do you got uh he's not on the show tonight <laughs> So <laughs> that's that was a polite that was very polite of him. I appreciate that. Just thanks for taking the show off, Pat. I remember he's just such a goober. I remember when we used to work together, he, he also he knows a lot about a very small amount of stuff. So like he knows a lot about sports, right? So that uh-huh. is his that's what he knows. He does. When it comes to movies, television, or music. That guy knows jack shit. He doesn't know a thing. We used to, we, we worked together at the grocery store. There'd be a song playing. It could have been Bohemian Rhapsody. And you go, who sings that? No freaking clue. He had no idea. Nothing. Well, I'm, that's why I'm excited that he actually watched The Tiger King. I know. We're going like to be able to discuss it. Show. Yeah. Did he finish? He's finished, right? No. What's that? He's Did he finished. finish? Yeah. Yep. Hey. Took him yep. 12, 12 days to finish it. Finish it in an Ten hour and a half. I needed. Yeah. Off. Oh. Anyway, so that's all we got, David. This, this was a fun. fun. Show. Yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining me tonight. Thank you, Pat, for not joining us tonight. Appreciate it. Um, as did. always, follow us on Twitter at ma sports pod. That's ma sports pod, or email us at middleagedsports at gmail.com. That's middleaged aged sports at gmail.com. That's all I got. I'm Dave, your host. Brian Pepe, my co-host today, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.